0: five movies. Morning, your of your host, Chris Gosmer. This is Frank Pellicone. You were listening to episode 82 of The Spin Chagrin, and last week's category was To Be Original. Frank, what did you come up with for To Be Original? So, my initial thought
1: was to do five movies, <laughs> um, but I couldn't watch five movies because life got in the way, and plus, as much as these movies try to be enjoyable, they're, um, they're all pretty bad. So,
0: I, I, have a, I feel that the 2B original could, with how many there are, could be its own spin chagrin. You could just like watch all the 2B originals and it would be the same thing we're doing now. I think. Well,
1: thank, thank God I'm through three of them then, I guess. <laughs> um, So I watched three movies, um, two horror movies and a sci-fi movie, I guess, hmm. if you want to call it that. Um, I had intended to watch a fourth psychological demon horror movie, but I started watching it. And it just was awful, so I stopped. Um, I might go back to it eventually, but probably not. <laughs> so I don't know which one of these is to the chagrin. I guess we're just going to go through them and then at the end make that decision. But um started with the 2022 horror thriller Bed Rest. Okay. Um, it is written and directed by a woman named Lori Evans Taylor, who is not notable enough to have her own Wikipedia entry.
0: They never are, yeah.
1: um, stars some people that don't have Wikipedia entries. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> so here's one thing you have to understand about uh, to be originals um, before we get into it is that to be will the to be originals have to contain every single aspect of the genre film. of the genre that they fall into right so mm-hmm. bed rest for instance is a pregnancy horror movie so we're going to talk about the 72 different tropes that involve pregnancy horror movies and how they all exist in the 90 minutes of bed rest okay um so generally and i'm not gonna because three movies i'm not gonna dwell too much on like talking about the ins and outs of it bed rest is about this couple um the woman is pregnant. Uh, you find out throughout the course of the movie that she was pregnant before and lost the baby. Um, mm. <laughs> oh,
0: sorry. Yeah, somebody, somebody needs some bed rest.
1: <clears throat> ah, I got to get up at four thirty. I got to be at work at four thirty tomorrow. So
0: tiresome <laughs> day.
1: Um, they've just moved into a new house because she feels like the change of scenery will be good for her pregnancy. You find out that they lost a previous pregnancy. You then find out that, that losing the previous pregnancy drove her crazy and they had to put her in a mental institution. Then she's seeing phantom children in the house, which mm. she thinks is the ghost of her unborn son that died, but who has now grown to being of like a ripe old age um, through like his life in the ghost world. Or Why something? does she think that? I don't know. Because she calls him Andrew and the kid, like, I, I, because she's crazy, man. I don't know because you got to fit the, um, unreliable protagonist plus or unreliable narrator plus, um, phantom children trope into this movie. Um, so then the little kid, oh, so, uh, she has this, like, she falls and she hurts herself because she sees the phantom kid in like the mirror. And then they put her on bed rest, hence the name of the movie. And then her husband hires this um I don't know what it's called. Not 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 au pair, but like a like a wet nurse or a midwife to come and take care of her. And then Ghost Child tells her that she's after your baby. So the mother thinks that it's the all pair, the midwife that's coming after her baby. But then towards the end of the movie, you find out that it's really um, the ghost of this woman that lived in the house that murdered her children that wants to murder this woman's unborn child. So there's conflict and eventually they banish the evil um, ghost mother and she dies protecting her unborn child, which is born and then. The little boy is there and he's like, Oh, you know, your um kid's in heaven and she's like, Oh, I'm gonna go to heaven with my kid. But then she's getting pulled back to earth, so it's like the afterlife is part of it too. And like motherly instinct. <laughs> okay. Um oh also the woman, the um wetner, she she was killed by the ghost mother. So then her spirit arrives and she takes the child up to heaven with her and says, I'll keep your child safe until you come to heaven like far you know far in the future from now so she goes back to her body and she's reunited with her husband and um her child oh and they're an interracial in huh? interracial and international couple because the husband is like a scottish teacher and she's like an indian something i don't know but she's indian so yeah that's on um, bed rest awful um I, and I, all these all these so things many, happen in 90 minutes. So many kids, I don't understand. I, don't, I think I lost track of all the kids. There's Ghost Kid, Ghost Boy, who you're supposed to think is her son.
0: But it's not.
1: But it's not. It's the ghost of a boy that was murdered in the house by his mother.
0: Right. Who is the actual ghost
1: that lives in the house. But you're not allowed to know that until the end of the movie because they have to let you think that the husband is out to get her, that the ghost kid is out to get her. That the nanny wet nurse is out to get her, and maybe she's just out to get herself because she's crazy. So they go through all those iterations to get you. To right, right. Okay. So I'm telling you, it's like they sat down and I, I described this to you the other night as like that Key and Peel sketch where they're coming up with the Gremlins Gremlins 2 plot line and just everything's right. okay. It's like yeah. what hey. Yeah. What right? What if the house is haunted?
0: Yeah. Googly eye gremlin. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, it also has one of the biggest like points of the 2B universe, which is that no special effect can ever look any good and nothing is believable. So, the ghost kid is just literally a child actor. Hmm. Um, and then they cut, and then he's not there, and you're supposed to think he's disappeared,
0: right? Uh, something to do with that's a good, that's a good category. <laughs>
1: So anyway, so that's on bed rest right, that one down. Um, Okay It does not have a so, rotten tomato link So I cannot tell you what other people think of it um, I would imagine they probably would be lukewarm towards it The tagline for bed rest is fear never rests <laughs> Except when it's pregnant and in bed Right Oh, my God. I forgot. She sees the ghost through (laughs) the nanny cam that the husband has set up in the nursery for the um, unborn child, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, She plays with a ball with the cat, and then you see the cat on the nanny cam, so you realize that she's playing with, like, some ghost. I mean, I swear to God, like, any... Thing that you can relate to, like pregnancy horror, is in this movie. Yeah, Im- implied Satanism. Mm. I mean, it's like Rosemary's Baby is referenced. It's, it's ludicrous,
0: and still somehow like super boring. Uh-huh. N- Nira Nethra, of you were on uh, Google, gave it five stars. One of the most realistic and original horror movies I've seen. I feel like they've kicked out most of the typical cliche horror stuff, but not all, like The Unconvinced Husband. And the plot twists are just awesome. You'll be on the edges of your seat the whole time. This is somebody that worked on that movie. This is that actress.
1: Under her pseudonym? Her name is Melissa Barrera, so maybe she's not Indian. Maybe she's Hispanic. Let's look this woman up. I didn't bother to do any research on anything while watching these movies because I felt like, oh, she's Mexican.
2: Okay.
0: She doesn't look Mexican. She really looks Indian in the movie. What's that? One, what's a one woman, a uh, female news anchor that, like, depending on like what she's like talking about, the time she she's like has a lot of like lineage to her, and like she can like look at look like five different um I can't remember her name um like five different ethnicities. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it happens. Uh, I don't know. The overall the reviews are pretty positive, at least on Google reviews. Well, these are all people that are on the take because <laughs> movie ain't that good. Yeah. Um. All right. So, what else do you watch? There's a, so there's a, dud,
1: there's a dud right away. Um. The next one we're gonna like take it down a little bit because this one was actually moderately enjoyable. Okay. Um, also 2022's She Came from the Woods. Um, it is a, another portmanteau of horror film cliches. Um, oh. written and directed by the Bloomquist brothers. Um, well, written by the Bloomquist brothers, Eric Bloomquist and Carson Bloomquist, also people that do not have Wikipedia entries. Um, directed by Eric and then starring, um, some people you kinda know, like when you see him and William Sadler, who I'm sure your wife knew pretty well. Um, what? William Sadler? He was in Deep Space Nine. All right.
0: Okay. Um, he was also in Roswell. They really were implying something I didn't know about. I, I know who William Sadler is. I understood what you're saying.
1: Um. So anyway, so this is a why do I know this one? sleepaway camp slasher murder ghost killer kid movie with moderate like social undertones um so this movie the premise is there's this summer camp briarwood um that has been owned by this family for like 40 years and the patriarch of the family is going to retire um and turn the camp over to his daughter and her two two sons um it's the last day of camp, so there's like the whole first part is um them like playing with the kids and getting the kids ready to leave, and then they're shutting down the camp um the kids are all a bunch of like obnoxious little shits, so the older brother has them on the bus and he's taking them out of town um they do this ritual based on this urban legend at the camp about um Agnes, I think is her name, this like um woman who the Plot was she was a nurse at the camp okay um and then ended up getting like killed somehow and it turned out she was a witch and now like her spirit like haunts the camp and if you do like a bloody mary thing like where you say her name in a certain way like you can summon her yeah of course so they've always done this ritual every year but this year um the younger son has found like a bag of hypodermic needles so they can all prick their fingers with it so they can like give some blood to agnes cuz that's what she needs um so they do this at their end of the year like bonfire and it causes this one kid to get possessed and he murders somebody else and then he gets killed by one of the other counselors and it turns out they've summoned agnes's ghost but you can only see agnes if you've said her name so this the the gay counselor Who's kind of the protagonist? He hasn't said her name, mm-hmm. so he can't see her. Um, so then it turns out that there's this one counselor who's kind of like a sexual pest, sort of, and um, he keeps like he's actually keeps trying to have sex with this one counselor, like while they're running from the ghost. But she keeps turning him down, obviously, because they're going to get killed by this ghost woman. Mm -hmm. um so then you find out that there was this whole thing where the mother of the two boys had this disease and they hired Agnes to be like the camp's nurse to help her out but then Agnes was doing like these witchy like demonic experiments so they ended up like killing her and the only way that she can come back is by people like saying her name or something so Agnes ends up, like, turning all the children that were being taken home um, against, like, she turns them into, like, these little, like, demons where they have, like, supernatural strength and agility, and so they end up killing a bunch of the counselors, and she kills a couple of the counselors, but every time somebody dies, she becomes more corporeal. So, finally, she's, like, fully corporeal, and they basically, like, beat the shit out of her, and then blow her head off with a shotgun. <laughs> um. Okay, And they make a couple of Friday the 13th references Like they need to chop her up And somebody's like um, Actually, I didn't get this reference at first I thought they were referencing the movie Friday With Ice Cube um, and Chris Tucker But they say If you throw her in the lake I don't want her to come back Like like the guy at the end of Friday And I realized afterwards That she meant the first Friday the 13th Where right. Jason like, rises from the lake um, that's just the, that's she... just the
0: cool way. You didn't know that. That's just the cool way of referring to Fire to the Thirteenth. No, she was I thought you meant like, Friday.
1: I thought you meant like Debo or something. I was really <laughs> confused. I was like, she <laughs> gotta knock him out like Craig?" Man, what the <laughs> fuck? Um, the dialogue is not bad in it. Uh, there's some funny lines. They do a good job of presenting, um, a gay character in a way that's not like demeaning or condescending for a horror movie. He's not just a joke, like he's actually, you know, um, a pretty, pretty well-rounded character. Um, There's a decent amount of gore in this movie and the practical effects are pretty good. Um, What's his name? Uh, Deep Space Nine dude, William Sadler, um, gets his head blown off by a shotgun and it's uh, pretty, pretty ludicrous and like disgusting. Um, The ghost woman looks terrible. Like all the, those kind of effects are not good. Um, but whatever, you know, it was fine. Um, as a real movie, it would not, like, I don't know how it would ever have made any money in theaters. I don't think it was released. I Maybe it was released theatrically. See, I don't research any of these things beforehand. I'm not you. Um, let's see, release. Uh, it premiered at Fright Fest, released theatrically on February 10th, 2023. Oh, weird. It looks like a made-for-TV movie, a hundred percent. And they came was, out. On... It was
0: August of twenty-two when it premiered. Fight, fight for us. A... Yeah, but it fight released for...
1: theatrically February tenth, twenty
0: twenty-three. Oh, okay, yeah, and then two yeah. B was yeah, yeah okay. a couple
1: like a couple months ago. Um, this is one of those movies where, like, for you when you were doing your COVID horror, yeah, you would have enjoyed this and been like, "Oh, that was fine." You know, it it it's not a right. bad movie. There's nothing terrible about it. Um, it's definitely a watchable film. Is it a good movie? No. Like it's nothing where it relies way too heavy on the idea that it's set in nineteen eighty seven and right. Like, oh, it's the eighties, like, look at these ridiculous mullets and um let's use like the pejorative terms for a homosexual and get away with it because right, it's, because it's nineteen eighty seven, right? Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. But then that just builds up your sympathy for the guy. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I. I've seen so many of these damn things. Like I. I don't. I'm kind of over the trend of like using the '80s, uh, as a setting and background for shit. Like, uh, I mean, American Horror Story's done it now. Like you know, like four years ago. Right. Like I mean, it's like it's done. It's over. Like. Well, to me, this is very similar to those Fear
1: Street movies.
0: Mm. Tonally, like mm. I only
1: watched a portion of one of them because you kind of not that you said anything bad about them, but I think you kind of like set the tone for me.
0: Yeah. um, There's not that interesting, but uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So anyway, so whatever.
0: Um, Not terrible.
1: Not done in any way like a 1980s horror movie, except to the setting, which is kind of annoying. 'Cause you know that's what they were going for. But you know, whatever. Again, like if you had ninety minutes to kill and this is something that was on your radar, like it's not a bad Right. Well, I'm sorry, it's a hundred minutes, but whatever. Not a bad watch for a hundred minutes long. It'll make you laugh a few times. Right. So legitimately laugh or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it'll oh. you'll you'll laugh on purpose at things that it's trying to make okay. you laugh with um the next movie is 100 something that will that will make you laugh but not on purpose (laughs) um this is probably the spin chagrin movie this is the first one i saw where i was like i have to watch this movie Mm. um so we're going to talk about um hold on what year it is 2022 again um 2022's sci-fi action shark side of the moon that's s-h-a-r-k side of the moon Yes. um it was directed by tammy klein whoever that is it actually has a 72 percent of rotten tomatoes which must be from like one review of somebody that knew the director or something it is also telling me that this is on disney yeah, that's a different shark side of the moon. That's about okay. the mating habits of hammerhead sharks. I, okay,
0: they've confused both. Yes, of these. I was also I was also yeah. confused.
1: All right. Um so the premise of shark side of the moon is that in the early eighties at some point, um early eighties, late seventies, they're not really specific. The Russians were experimenting with genetics of merging sharks with humans to create these ultimate killing machines. Um, so some drunk Russian scientists um, fucked up and like let the sharks free. So the Russians had to trick the sharks to get on a rocket ship to take them to the moon to get them off the earth. So that happened. Um, right. So now 40 years later, we're on a mission to go colonize the moon. Um so there's this group of like plucky young scientists who are all going to fly to the moon. Um, they fly to the moon. They, when they get there, their spaceship goes all crazy and they're forced to crash on the dark side of the moon or far side of the moon, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, where it turns out that these sharks have not only lived but thrived and are now able to like tunnel under the ground but still have their dorsal fins like protruding. Um, so you can tell they're coming because that makes sense. Um, it also turns out that the Russian scientist that tricked the sharks to get on the spaceship is still alive and living on the spaceship 40 years later okay. with his daughter, who is a hybrid shark human, um, who looks like a human, but has a little shark fan coming out her back, which freaks everybody out at first. Uh-huh. Um, they want to use the American spaceship to go back to Earth. The Americans obviously want to go back to Earth, but don't want to bring the sharks with them. And the sharks want to commandeer their spaceships, so they can go back to Earth and take over. Now, when they ask how many sharks there are, the answer is a couple dozen. So, okay. even though these, oh, so, and by the way, um, P.S., the sharks are bred to survive in any environment, which gets rid of any need that you have of like shark spacesuits or aqua lungs or whatever. They can just like be on the surface mm. of them, and they're fine. Okay. Um, so, a bunch of the scientists die. Um, they don't know if they should trust the Russian and his shark daughter because she's part shark. And then <laughs> um, you find out that, like, the leader of the sharks calls herself Tsarina. Um She, like, wants the daughter to join with them because she can go and, um like, be like their whatever. Uh, figurehead in front of all the people of Earth, but she wants to stay with her dad, and um, they end up there's like spears that can hurt the sharks because they're made of like the same stuff that the sharks are made out of, like the cartilage or whatever. Okay, or something like that. I don't really remember exactly how that works. Um, it was a long weekend of these fucking movies. Um, Shark women have to wear clothes to hide their shark like genitals, but shark men can just run around naked because they have no penises mm. um, or maybe they're like tucked up inside their bodies. I think that's how it works with sharks. Okay. Um, The sharks have built this amazing civilization on the, on the moon that nobody can see because it's on the far side of the moon, including like. They've tapped into the magma, so they have, like, the ability to make, like, steel, and, um, but they don't have the technology to build, like, a spaceship, so I don't know. Um, so the sharks trick everybody. They want to get back on the spaceship. They end up, um, getting on the ship, a couple of them, and they get in this fight, but then the humans outwit them and end up killing them, um, and then the humans get away, but then the Russian guy is, like, I can't let these sharks escape, so he flies his crash spaceship, which they get working, into the um, shark city and blows it up, Um, and then everyone is able to go back to Earth, but the shark eggs were still on the ship, oh my god, so the threat still exists or whatever, I don't know, shark side of the moon. Um I thought it would have been a lot better. Like, it started out actually pretty awesome. Like, the opening scene okay. in Russia is pretty cool.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, the CGI is atrocious. Like, sharks don't move. I, number one, they're shark humans, so they got, like, legs and arms and stuff. Is but this, like, like, sci-fi
0: level type stuff? Like, sci-fi channel? Oh, it's thing? not even as good as that.
1: No. No, this is, like, like Mansquito had much better special effects mm. than this movie and
0: Mansquito was like 16 years ago right um so they just CGI in the fuck out of it and it's just like bad CGI
1: yeah I don't know a whole lot about like computer modeling or anything but it's like when you watch those videos where it's showing like a team of developers like In the nascent stages of, like, building their game. Right. And everything is, like, a wireframe with just, like, kind of, like, a putty application over it to kind of, like, imitate, like, a body form or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's what every shark looks like in this movie, except for, like, the main couple of sharks. um, And they have, like, very limited animation, so... Like, imagine, like, your He-Man figure when you would twist their torso and then their arms would, like, snap back. Like, that's what the sharks yeah. are doing.
0: <laughs> yeah. And they're
1: all muscular like that, too. So maybe that's what they modeled them after, is He-Man. Right. um The actors are terrible. The plot is, like, threadbare. Um, in order to get them out of the spacesuits, because they're wearing spacesuits for a while, um, they have them wear, like, Picture, like, Scott Steiner's, like, headdress thing.
0: Yeah, with, fuck, what's that called? Yeah.
1: Yeah, like yeah. a cow with, like, the... Like, when you go visit, like, an elderly relative in the hospital and they've got the oxygen tubes up their nose, and the kayfabe is that they've developed algae that lets them breathe, that they wear in a little pouch on their back, so they don't need, like, the whole, like, spacesuit, even though the forces of, like, space would, like, cause them to explode if they weren't, like in a pressurized suit but that's fine because like logic doesn't matter and there's all kinds of noise (laughs) on the moon and shit which is also ridiculous um how do you feel about that
0: like noise in space um i mean i don't think i understood enough when i was younger but like once i did like it kind of bothers me
1: like i can go both ways on it because you look i think you just had to be consistent like I love Battlestar Galactica's adherence to the idea that there is no sound in space, right? You know what I mean. Yeah. Like when they show like space battles, and it's sure. like from inside the noisiness of like a battle station to like outside, and it's just like dead silent. Yeah. I think that shit's fantastic.
0: Yeah, and like same, I, I same know with you 2001. never.
1: Two thousand and one. Like I love. Right.
0: Yeah, I know you didn't get through. Uh, the expanse but it's like the expanse like in later seasons does some really fucking cool shit with like the 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 lack of sound and space like and stuff and people being like out and shit like it's it's no, i i prefer that but i said as long as people are consistent i don't think it really bothers me that much um
1: yeah anyway so that's fucking shark side of the moon um shark side of the moon is like a seven chagrin um it's not like the worst movie but there's nothing great about it um she came from the woods is probably a five like it's either way you know again like nothing terrible nothing great but like watchable still um bed rest is probably like a six i guess it's in between the two um there's some things that make you laugh in bed rest not on purpose um, but there's nothing really great about that movie, and it's really like poorly acted. So,
0: yeah, 2B originals, um, not super great. No, nah, I've my, my just like dipping my toe in the 2B originals was not very good either. Um, that Skeet Arg movie, I'm pretty sure it was a 2B original. I remember if you remember me telling you about that, like where he owns the haunted house and shit uh-huh. like that. Yeah.
1: I wanted to watch a movie called, um, Hellblazers, which has, uh, fuck it's got like Tony Todd and I don't know there's a bunch of people Peter Fonda maybe mm. Well, let me look it up I'm probably making all that shit up I wonder how they're allowed to use the hellblazers yeah right let's see Billy Zane Tony Todd Bruce Dern Adrian Barbeau Meg Foster Courtney Gaines. I mean, it's not like a whole bunch of people. Yeah, sure. It. Um, but I just couldn't get through like any bit of it, really. Right. It's
0: coif. It's a, it's chainmail coif. That's that's the official terminology for it. C O I F. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, would you? consider adding to be originals into your rotation of like things you watch that you know could potentially like not be very because I know you watch things like oh yeah dude I saved like like
1: 40 to my watch list I mean just whatever If, if I didn't have to watch three of them if I'd only watched one it would have been a much better experience I think than I mean, because I made the bold claim on Saturday I was going to watch like three on Sunday and one tonight or something like that. <laughs> right. That shit. That that shit didn't happen. I couldn't do that. Right. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think that was going to happen. Uh-huh. Still got through three. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You want to hear a funny thing that I I think I told you this pre um podcast, but what's that? I made my son watch Shutter Island and told him that he had to tell me when he figured out the plot. Oh, yeah, is, is that over now? Yeah, he just finished it. Okay. Um, so he figured out the plot like ninety ninety five percent of it. Yeah. Um, which I was proud of him. I think that's. Did we watch that movie together? Do you remember? Nah,
0: we did not. I guess we, I watched we... it by myself in the theater. Yeah, we we talked about it. We really didn't talk about it much other than be like, yeah, like um, until like two years ago maybe. I think we both watched it again, or I watched it again, and like then you watched it again and we talked about it and kind of deconstructed it privately but that's the only time we've ever really talked about that movie
1: yeah i'm not a huge fan of it yeah. um i think <laughs> I actually
0: yeah i guess sorry go ahead
1: i think i actually maybe enjoyed it a tiny bit more
0: um it's just an empty movie because like i don't know you just get it like i mean like you just figure it out so quickly that i think it becomes kind of like emotionally empty yeah, I don't. I don't disagree with that. So, it's like uh, when the when did Frankie figure it out?
1: Sixty percent of the way through, he okay. knew what was going on in that movie. Okay, I think he figured it out earlier than that, but he still hadn't pieced together like. Because mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of that movie, but they do a decent enough job. Um. Like stringing you along for a little bit, although I think that if you're paying attention, you kind of can figure stuff out pretty early.
2: Yes, did and you then fi- watch?
1: Go ahead. Did he?
0: Did he know anything about it going in? No, he knew nothing, which is why I forced him to watch it. Um, ask him if he if he knew during the boat scene in the beginning if it was a mind fuck movie just from looking at that scene. Did you know that the movie was a mind fuck movie from the opening scene on the boat?
1: No, he wasn't paying attention at that point because I okay. told him like 15 minutes in like, hey, I want you to pay attention to this mm, and okay. see if you can figure it out. And then it actually made him put down like his game and his phone and he he, <laughs> he watched
0: it. I was pretty impressed. Yeah, that is good. Um, There's something about the beginning of that movie when I rewatched it, it was like there's some sort of tells visually where it's yeah. like nothing is what it seems. Like, yeah, there's yeah. there's a few yeah so
1: here's some things first of all, Mark Ruffalo is constantly giving knowing glances to other people right like around him, and i I can't remember like I know that I figured it out I read the i I saw the movie and read the book afterwards, so I know I figured out what was going on mm, early on when they're on the island. there's a couple of things that like let you know. Um, Frankie started to figure it out with the first Max von Sydow scene Mm -hmm. Like, was the thing that triggered him in saying um, the way that uh, DiCaprio was interacting with this guy who's like a doctor and stuff, Frankie was like, yeah, it's definitely something going on with him and that it's not exactly what they're telling him and yeah, he kind of worked from there Right Um, Yeah, like the thing with the cigarettes where DiCaprio doesn't have cigarettes and Ruffalo is has to like always constantly give him cigarettes because he can't have anything on him. Right, Frankie pointed that out too. Like anytime time DiCaprio needs something, he has nothing. Like somebody has to give him the thing that he needs, and they do it in like a subtle way, but they're still. Um, and I think that's a pretty interesting tell, and that's true.
0: Right. Um. Yeah, it's just like really like because they beat it over the head like in that like glass sequence when he's like sitting on those steps. And it's just like, it's supposed to be this really impactful thing. And it's just so just like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, would you rather die the good guy? Well, it was a
0: a monster.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. But if, but if that movie illustrates nothing, you should just go around your entire life talking like that all the time. See how people treat you. They treat me like a celebrity. Like I'm from (laughs) Austin. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Fucking, he get a beer down at Sully's every night. I gotta get
1: a point of Guinness down at the pub. Down at the bar. I'm from Boston. Watch the Sox on TV from Boston. (laughs) I like them apples.
0: (laughs) Old Beantown.
1: Old Beantown, the Beaners.
0: (laughs) Wait, that's Uh, inappropriate. That's as much a man taking a hold of me from afar. Yeah, right. Um, what? Uh, shit, I was actually going to say something before you started doing one Boston Accent. Oh, so I i don't know if you've seen it yet. Um, So I, I won't talk about it much if you haven't or unless you don't care. Uh, What is it? Fuck, I keep hearing the name of it because it's like every other horror movie. Knock at the Cabin. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. Okay. I uh, can't. The I can't. Movie.
1: Yeah, I can't reconcile reconcile myself with Batista and Shyamalan's collab, so I've <laughs> just, like, just
0: been avoiding it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I understand. Um, I can. It, I imagine I would hate it. I I thought it was fine. Like I thought it was like decent. Uh, I would say even like a uh, six and a half, seven out of ten, or something. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I but I, I made the mistake because it's like I watched it. And this isn't, like... It's a Shutter Island made me think of it. I wasn't even going to bring it up. Um, This isn't, like, like trying to be egotistical or choose my own horn. I just don't get viewers. I don't get viewers, like, not being able to piece things together. Like, of anything. And mm. I, like, made the mistake because it's, like, I I kind of, like was way past the text of of the Shyamalan movie and was like thinking about the subtext and I was like I actually really like it on that level like a lot like of like what it's trying to kind of say underneath and the way in which it goes about saying it probably more than I like the actual text even um like I I like that element of it and like I started sorry I made the mistake after I watched it like after about like a half hour thinking about it like I wanted like Googled it and started reading what people had to say. And it's just the dumbest shit. It's just the dumbest textual shit of misunderstanding things, of trying to put their own bullshit, like, whatever they're obsessed with, onto the movie. And it's just like, man, I... I, just It's probably old age, but man, people are just getting dumber. <laughs> just Just by, like, the day. Like, in terms of, like... Sometimes I think, like, we're so much better off as viewers, like, nowadays. And we probably are. Um, I like guess people like we're better visual, like we're better at visual analysis um, because we've just had more experience with it than people twenty, forty, fifty years ago. Um, but then sometimes I read some of this shit. Like, have you read stuff about Shutter Island ever? Like, have you like I won a couple years ago and like read, and there's still people that don't get that fucking movie.
1: No, I don't care. It's amazing. I just, I just wanted to see what um, Frankie thought of it, but yeah. and he got it. Yeah. So here's the thing I think that really bothered me about it too is that Shutter Island is the same year as Inception. So there's these two movies that I kind of found to be painfully obvious that all these people were marking out over like how, oh my God, what a mind fuck. Like, oh, I can't believe that blah, blah, blah Inception. Right. And I remember us sitting at the bar in like 2012 or 13 maybe 2012 and um, talking to somebody that we used to hang out at the bar with and him like disbelieving that anybody could figure out, like the twist of Inception, and me just being like, "Were you not like watching the movie? Are you dumb?" And right. him getting like really angry. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but I stand behind it. It's fucking like it's so, and I don't know, it was stupid. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what's our um? We got a food topic, or you got something else going on?
0: Uh, we should probably spin this wheel first. Oh, great. Right.
1: From Boston.
0: Everybody's a fucking firefighter or cop or something. <laughs> uh, the topic for next week, the category, is the movie on Netflix you've most thought about watching Ooh. and haven't. Wow, there's a few of them. <laughs> the movie you've on Netflix you've most thought about watching and haven't.
1: Yeah, that's a good category. I like that.
0: Who, who, whose category is that? That was my category. Nice. Good job. I'm, you, um... You, you, um... I can't remember. I wish I... See, that. I need to write these fucking things down in notes or something. You, at one point, towards, like, last December before, or so, like, you mentioned, like, some movie that was on Netflix, and you like, it was before the podcast, like, started even or after, and I and so I wrote it down, because it was like, yes, like, that's, I thought it was a good category, too, thank you. Whatever, I'll just take the accolades. But yeah, like, here, I wish I could remember the movie, like, specifically oh, yeah, generated be, that generated that, because... That'd
1: be awesome, because who knows if I've even watched it. <laughs> right, right. I may still not have watched it, because right. let me tell you, I subscribe to Netflix, and the thing I use Netflix for the most is to browse for 10 minutes, and then go back to Prime or Tubi.
0: <laughs> right. Um, you you don't want to rewatch Stranger Things? No,
1: I might not cannot. even watch the it's next. All they e- got.
0: Th- That's not true. They got they they got some stuff. Nothing you want to watch?
1: Let's see. Oh look, I got new releases right up front. Um, that doesn't sound interesting. I don't care about that. Oh my god, they have a. F- I no, I can't talk about that. What do they got? I can't talk about it. Okay. It would seem... Um, I don't know. Mm. Okay. There's the story of women in hip-hop. Right. I mean, after you, you, you get past... What, are you going to watch it? After you get past Left Eye, what you got? Um.
0: It's, it's going to be... of Rage. Right. I mean... I mean, what is how long is it? Like, is it a series? I'm seventeen fucking things past that. Oh, here's something. It
1: I haven't wanted to watch this for a long time, but they clone Tyrone. Oh right. Yeah, like I was um I actually think that could be a pretty funny movie.
0: Yeah, I get them all confused anymore. For some reason I thought that was on HBO, but <clears throat>
1: We should have put a movie that you never wanted to see that's on Netflix and make me watch that because then I'd have to watch
0: <laughs> 65. <laughs> I mean, the whole premise of the chagrin is you only have to watch one. You choose to go beyond that.
1: <clears throat> I mean, some of us are overachievers,
0: motherfucker. What you got? I still
1: have never seen Vivarium. I could watch that. That's on Netflix.
0: Mm. That's, like, been, like, 18, like, different places, like. It's, yeah, probably and on, it's probably been on Netflix five times, like, since, like, you first considered maybe watching it.
1: I actually think it's on three different places in, right now, and I've ignored <laughs> it in all three. Right. Because oh, <laughs> yeah. I think it's, like, always on Prime. Like, I don't let's, think it ever leaves. Let's see what's on my list. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a lot of stuff. Uh, some of these things I've seen. That's that's one thing I hate about Netflix is that like you you put something on your list and you watch it, and it just stays on your fucking list.
0: Yeah, like yeah. take a hint, Dick. Like I don't want to watch it again. I mean, you think you think they should have like a kind of thing where it like basically gets removed from the list after so many days? No, I think that once I watch it, it should come off. Oh, okay. After you've actually watched it. I see what yeah, you're Yeah, because now I can't remember if I've seen some of this shit. I, th- I think I would prefer if they would just kick shit off my list if I haven't watched it after. So No,
1: because so- I'm never going to watch it, but I might want to. Like right now, it works. <laughs> I got a Blackpink documentary. Maybe I want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> That's been on there for three years at this point. Oh, Jesus Christ, the pretty thing that lives in the house is on here. Do you know how long ago I watched that fucking movie?
0: 2019?
1: Oh, longer than that? That shit's 2016. I guarantee it's been seven years since I've watched that movie. Mm-hmm. I barely even remember it. No, it's not true. I remember it pretty well. I like
0: that movie a lot. You got that CM Punk um, movie on there? On that list? Was the that Girl called? on the Third Floor? <laughs> yeah. Awful. Um... Oh, that's that's a really funny... That would be a really funny movie like, to actually like... Do a watch along with or something because that movie's fucking awful.
1: Fucking Jobs is on there. Mm -hmm. Watch that shit already. Like here's oh yeah, I've seen that movie. I remember. I recognize it. That is the nice thing is that all this like um, it'll just start playing like. Scenes from the movie, so you can like know if you've seen it or not. Right, that's pretty awesome. It's not awesome, but who cares? Do you uh, do
0: you want to watch a couple trailers? No, let's do it. All right,
1: let's see here. Um... Pulling pulling me out of my wheelhouse, but um, oh my god, the whiz is on here. What the fuck
0: no, uh, since. See this is a, this is a segue. Check out the segue. Is it literally a segue? I mean, no. Like like Joe Brides, no. Um No. Here we're gonna watch uh the trailer for the new Scorsese movie, um, with Leo in it. Um called Killers of a Flower Moon. Oh, yeah. I'm interested in this.
1: I'm already disinterested Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the slowness, yes, yeah. Oh look, look, it's a scene that I've seen in a thousand movies before. They how original!
0: They're named from Missouri and Osage Rivers. Oh man, he called Missouri? it Missouri.
1: Missouri. That's 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 how you can tell there's authenticity, right? God, this is going to be the most fucking
0: condescending movie ever. Yes, ever it was already.
2: The, the
0: first shot. First shot. Condescending. I hate this prick.
2: Yes. Move,
0: said the great white father. Yeah. There are many, so many hungry wolves. Yeah.
1: Can you Who's that woman? Wolves
0: in this I don't know. I'm assuming, like, uh... She looks like I... I feel like I should recognize her. I, I, maybe she's an actual native, and you just know know who she is because they don't cast like those like
1: people. I don't think calling them natives is necessary. Native Americans, right way to go. The Native Americans makes it better than just saying native because that's sort of. Man, these headphones have some crazy noise canceling because when I talk, like all the sound in this trailer goes away.
2: Can you hmm. find the wolves in this picture. <laughs>
1: Well, less Lily Gladstone I guess I don't know Um, For as little as I care to see this movie I actually think that's a pretty
0: effective trailer Yes I agree I mean I like to make fun of um, Scorsese and Like Leo And fucking his obsession with Leo And Leo's obsession with fucking accents But Whatever he doesn't have final say Over that fucking trailer you know Um. <clears throat> I'm sure like a lot of that shit that's like slowed down and everything is simply the trailer makers and not the actual film.
1: Oh, come on, Ed. All right.
0: Next thing, have you seen have you seen Craven the Hunter trailer?
1: No, is there a Craven the Hunter trailer?
0: There is, yes. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, I want to see it. Okay. See what Frank thinks of Craven the Hunter trailer.
1: Is this a Spider-Verse trailer or a Venom-Verse
0: trailer? Venom-Verse, if... It might be a Kraven-Verse trailer, I don't know. My son, never
1: show mercy. Oh, I'm already, like, super invested. (laughs) This shit looks amazing. I mean, it's basically just Black Panther, but cool oh no huh? what what's wrong with russell crowe
2: your mother is dead
1: She died. russell crowe with the tendon accent Sweet. sick in her mind you know my
2: business yes power is about strength if you show weakness you will give our enemies an opening
0: aslam aslan might have looked better actually this week
2: like his mother leave him what happened that
1: day no this is um this comic accurate yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm down with this so far this is pretty awesome actually saw
2: my true self tell me about this hunter they say he uses a connection with animals to track his prey once you're on his list. There's only one way off. There's six of us, only one
0: of you. So he's like an anti hero? Um you really want to know? Yeah, because I mean I I just know Craven from like the famous Superman or Spider Man arc. Like
1: uh, that's pretty much all that he exists in. Yeah. Craven's last hunt, yeah. I mean that's that's the end of it, really. But he's kind of like the hero here, right? Well, I think it's sort of explaining like why he's a psychopath mm. but i mean the idea that like mental illness runs in his family and he's so afraid of like being consumed by it right um mr
2: Teglin.
0: see that shot with all those spiders falling on and looking scared
2: where's mr taglin oh
0: foreshadowing yeah that's a. um
1: no, that, that happens in Spider-Man.
0: Oh, I thought this trailer was over. That's a long trailer. They're showing you everything.
1: I've seen it all already. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, you've seen the entire movie. Man, you can seriously go through and piece that movie together, probably.
2: Don't you want to know why they call me the Rhino?
0: Rhino sneak peek. They give you everything, man. They not whole anything. That's
1: back. I mean if he actually like is wearing that outfit that's pretty awesome. I'm um I'm a really big fan of Craven as a character and I think that that's one of the best Spider-Man arcs.
2: Okay.
1: So I'm, you know, I'm I'm willing to I'll okay. definitely like I definitely want to watch it and I think it could be really good. And it looks pretty comic accurate in terms of like the violence and the darkness of it and they talk about the mental illness and that's pretty awesome.
0: All right, so... Not the
1: mental illness is awesome, but the fact that they're not shying away in a Marvel movie from discussing, like, some really sure. dark
0: shit. Right. All right. This is called The Creator. Um, It's been getting, like, a lot of, like, play in front of lots of different types of movies Um, over the course of the summer in the theater. uh. I don't know why it is. Uh, I don't know if twentieth century fox just has a lot invested in this or what. Um but we'll go ahead and see what see what you think.
2: What's happening? It's a peaceful place in the sky. Are you going to heaven? No. Why not? You gotta be a good person to go to heaven. 10 years ago today, the artificial intelligence created to protect us detonated a nuclear warhead in Los Angeles. As long as AI is a threat, we will never stop hunting them. This is a fight for our very existence. Ever's in there. They're sure worried about someone getting in. Yeah, we're getting
0: out.
1: Foreshadowing.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, any ideas what it is, Frank, for the
1: show? It? Is it a child or something? We're the same. Good we job.
2: I'm not a person. <laughs> <laughs> Did you locate the weapon? Yeah, it's a kid. It's what do you want with the giant?
1: get me so I'll say this I don't really mm-hmm. find it particularly interesting
0: hmm um
1: hold on i think it's got some pretty interesting visual aspects to it and if that rogue one director can do anything it's definitely direct some fucking combat because that's one of my favorite parts of rogue one is like the battle scenes in it Uh um i don't know whatever i mean i think that's kind of a trite like two on the nose
0: idea um but oh you mean like some hollywood executive didn't like want a movie made about how AI is misunderstood and um is actually like could be really useful and we shouldn't be scared of it for like destroying like existence <laughs> no I think it's I think it's I mean I
1: know you're being sarcastic but I think it's the opposite of that where it's like man let's capture this like zeitgeist of the moment and like everyone's scared of AI and what can AI do and they're all using chat GP and let's fucking take advantage of that shit um but it does it reminds me of a combination of like um visually like uh some of nolan's stuff and the guy that directed um district one
0: nine yeah or
1: district nine yeah um i can't never remember that guy's name i can't remember either chappy that's the other movie in elysium right Um, uh did he do that one? yeah yeah and the sequel Um, to district nine that's coming out it's like all those movies got smushed, like all those... Blom, like, Blomkamp, Neil Blomkamp. Yeah, Neil Camp, Like Camp and Nolan and maybe a little bit of like Villeneuve, like all smushed together into one movie. Um, which, whatever, that could be fine. Demonic
0: from 2021. I don't remember this. Did I watch this?
2: Dream
1: on.
0: <sighs> Fuck Fucking slow down songs. Fuck well,
1: no, but that's the thing is it's the actual song, right?
0: Yeah, it is. It's just slowed down. Like it's been edit, Like, do you know this? Frank? Do you know this Frank? Uh, science fiction, supernatural, hard, demonic from two thousand twenty one. That he directed.
1: No. Huh. Um. This it's actually a cover by a group called the Baltic House Orchestra. Just so you know. They're probably what is it from, called? Demonic. Probably, probably from Boston. I said Baltic, not Boston. I know. That's from probably Boston. Probably... <laughs> It's thrilling, violent and sinister and has a 13% on rotten tomatoes. The Baltic House Orchestra? No, demonic. Mm-hmm. And it's stylized as demon
0: and then a whole bunch of lines that it look is. like an eye and then C. Like this came out during COVID and I do not remember this fucking movie. Like Chris Chris Martin is that like I I, I try. No, it's it's not. It's not. Yeah. I like hovered over it to see like, is that? Yeah, I did. Rogers, time. Natalie and, in this? And no And nobody freak out today. If you saw a headline about Tom Jones dying, it's not the Tom Jones that matters. Like,
1: Do you know my funny story about Tom Jones? I don't know. Do I? I'll tell you to you real quick. Okay. Um, so me. in the early late 90s, early 2000s, when I worked in the movie theater industry, I worked with this guy. Um, Who was incredibly credulous, like he would believe anything you would tell him. So Tom Jones came up for some reason. And this is still when Tom Jones is kind of like a sex symbol at this point still. Mm -hmm. And I said, like, Tom Jones has probably had more sex than almost anyone else on the planet. Right. And this guy's like, nah, that's not true. There's no way. And I was like, dude, like he was probably sleeping with at least one woman a day for many decades and maybe more than that he's like no there's no way and i said listen i guarantee you that he's had sex more times than you've eaten a cheeseburger in your life <laughs> this is a man that ate a lot of cheeseburgers and he okay. got really he got really angry oh and we were we were sitting there that on dude, the dry erase right. board like doing math like how many cheeseburgers could you possibly have eaten and you're 22 years
0: right compared to
1: like tom jones who's like 60 years old and has had sex like and he kept trying to convince us that, like, he'd eaten more cheeseburgers than Tom Jones had had sex, like, with women. And so it
0: was that's, a really funny argument. That's that's something, yeah. I guess if you take your cheeseburger seriously, it's something to be proud of.
1: I mean, even if Tom Jones only had sex one one time a week, like, there's no right. way would eat more cheeseburgers. <laughs> and then we were right. trying to, like, right. illustrate to him that, like, you don't eat that many cheeseburgers. I, I, I eat more cheeseburgers than you think. And it's like... <laughs> what's 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 this claim like you're not eating that many cheeseburgers but it was really funny he also every um, day he also believed that there was a um charity special on called cripples on parade um hosted by christopher reeve uh that was about like handicapped celebrities like doing like stunts and singing songs and i convinced him that he heard a cover of Rolling on the River called Rolling in My Wheelchair, and that it had been like a big hit on the radio. Jesus Christ! And uh, he was like, uh, yeah, uh. yeah. I kind of remember that. I was like, right, because it was on the radio all the time. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know it. I know. It. And I am like, yeah, anyway, awful.
0: <laughs> Whatever. We'll have to like end the podcast now because of of that story. Wow. Um, I'm just, I'm just joking. <laughs> just, just joking. It was a much different um, time in 1997. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm just going to show you one more, and then we're going okay. to call all night. All right. all right. Let me share this, bitch. I hope you haven't seen this yet. I really hope you haven't seen this yet. All right. So what we're going to do now is watch the... uh. Wonka trailer with Frank. I've spent the past
2: 7 years traveling the world perfecting my craft.
0: Willy Wonka? Yeah, what well, is this Wonka? Just Wonka.
2: Inventor and chocolate. Is
1: that Timothy Chalamet? Yeah. Mother. <laughs>
2: nope. scratch that. Reverse it. <laughs> yes.
1: I'm already I'm already so angry. what ah. do you do it? Tell me about it. Making- tell me about your engine now and i oh eh? huh? white
2: nutty absolutely insane mm-hmm. Many people have oh i'm so angry chocolate. i've seen this like they five times i'm still angry by the chocolate cartel you can't get a shop without selling chocolate and you can't sell chocolate
0: i really like the idea of that actually but...
2: no daydreaming what are we gonna do willy huh,
0: huh. <sighs>
2: A and paper. Uh-huh. I, got an idea.
0: I I really I like really the idea of the chocolate friend. cartel and him coming to power, but the Jesus, promise. I can't take this dude. My pinky
1: Promise. That's
0: the most Oh simple. man, but it's the guy
1: that directed Paddington. Right.
0: Yeah. And producers are Harry Potter. It's, it's just... Well that
1: doesn't mean anything. <laughs> what's happening? Ooh, what's the chocolate that makes it
0: fly? Well, let's find out, shall we? Who's forever, Ugh. <laughs> Nothing
1: to see here. Just a small group of people defining the laws of gravity.
0: He has such, like, at times ladies a hateful face, like, when he's trying to be Gorman. happy.
1: My name
2: is Willy Wonka. He's good. Too good.
0: Yeah. Pretty sure I've gained about 150 pounds in the last two weeks. You could change her life, Mr. Wonka. Change all their lives. Run
2: away! Every good thing in the uh. world started <laughs> with a dream. So you yours here we go mama mark my words. this is gonna be the greatest chocolate shop the world has ever seen so you're the funny little man who's been following
0: me i will have you know that i am a perfectly respectable size for an oompa loompa um, Number what now allow me to refresh your memory
2: oh i don't think i want to hear that too late i started
1: dancing now. Once we've started, we can't stop. <sighs> oh man, that is—that's you, Hugh Grant, right?
0: Yes, that was you, Grant.
1: Um, I'm actually pretty stoked to watch a Timothy Chalamet movie that's currently on Prime. Yeah, called Bones and All. Have you seen this movie? No. It's a cannibal movie. Okay. Like a postmodern cannibal movie. Um, oh,
0: and he looks pretty great in it, okay. actually. So, I, I've i seen um, stuff that I really like him in, but like, um, there, I think, I just think it's like, what's the thing at the end of get shorty. It's like, you know, why is everyone pushing Martin Weir all the time? Like, you know, like, uh, like, you know, like, you can't like the, the guy can't be in everything. Like, and it's, it feels like that with Chalamet. It's like forcing him into places he doesn't need to be. And, um, being, yeah. being, being whimsy and happy there, not what he needs to be in. Um, um and it doesn't I, need to be the Maldives. Like
1: <clears throat> I just think that that movie is wrong headed in a lot of
0: ways. Like,
1: who was clamoring for the Wonka origin story? Yes. Right? I like, agree.
0: I I thought the same thing when I was in there watching it for like the like what did I say? Fifth. I probably lied. It's probably like 20th time. I'm, what's it been a decade
1: and a half since
0: that um depth a, Wonka movie came sometimes out? Sometimes I just sit here and drink it and I just watch it over and over. Um <clears throat> I don't know like how long how long has it been like I forgot that movie even existed honestly I mean I think it's been 2001 about... maybe oh I don't think it's been that long 2006 maybe
1: it was after the um, the other terrible one right the oh you're, you're close oh five yeah you got it. yeah so almost two decades yeah yeah nobody cares about Willy Wonka I don't know also to me Willy Wonka is kind of a villain you know i mean i know right he's, right he's definitely not like a traditional hero that's for sure
0: mm-hmm. um i don't know i don't it yeah just seems... i mean I, I i think i like the idea of that movie like the the whole chocolate cartel like you know how he kind of like come that's what i said when he comes to power like because he's a fucking villain like largely and it's like um right he needs to eliminate his competition yeah. Through, like, high cholesterol and heart disease. Oh, right. And, I, and I'm, like, actually cool with that. I'm just not cool with, like, Chalamet playing it. Like,
1: I just, to me, that's a movie that's either going to make.
0: Who's that like kind a of fantastic half, piece?
1: Like, a half a billion dollars, and I'll not understand it. Or it's going to make, like, $800,000, and I'm not going to understand it right either like it's there there's there's nothing about that movie that will make any sense in its entire existence right whether it's like a runaway hit or a bomb
0: eddie redmayne eddie why isn't eddie redmayne not like wonka like that's what i don't understand like that's much much more appropriate um why does anyone have to be wonka i I, don't know like i I, I don't know why the movie exists but it fucking exists like you know somebody like don't calm, calm down calm down I don't, I don't. I'm not trying to start any kind of I'll, I'll, ruckus I'll, I'll, here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch it ten more times, and then maybe I'll figure it out. Yeah. Keep keep drinking. Um. Oh so, I had a couple more trailers, but I just don't feel like they're not. They're not as fun as the Wonka trailer. Um. No, you should have given me another one before the end. Okay. You know what? I I, I didn't even have this on a list. Um. I'm gonna give you another one then. And I'm ready. Uh, hold on, I gotta find it real quick. Oh. Wow. because you don't. You don't even know about this movie. I you don't know, know about that. any movies anymore. I, I know you don't. Hold on, I'm gonna. Uh, is this like the trailer before the trailer? Okay, that's the thing that's fucking awful anymore. Is that like ten seconds that they show you of a clip before they show you the trailer? Mm. It's right. like the whole Fableman's
2: movie.
0: <laughs> All right. Duncan. Just gonna turn this is called Challengers. Millionaires. have a fashion line, a
2: foundation.
0: Zendaya. Thank you. I mean, it
2: wasn't even like tennis. It was an entirely different game.
0: <laughs> Amazing tennis player.
2: Hey, come hang out with us later. Want me to come suck you in? No, we just keep talking. Nah, nah. This is,
0: this, this is your so guy from go? that, um... As often
1: as you think, we usually have different types. So you're saying I should be flattered? Aren't you everybody's type? Come here. Which one of us?
2: He's not in love with you. What makes you think I want someone to be in love with me? It's nice to see you lit up about something, even if it's my girlfriend.
1: Art's right, got his coach, Tashi Donaldson, who also is his wife.
2: I'm playing for both of us, Tashi.
1: I think maybe you're disturbed by the fact that she could have been in a salon like me. When we were teenagers.
2: When we were teenagers. Hey, I love you.
0: don't know what tennis is it's a relationship we went somewhere really beautiful together
1: i'm taking such good care of my little white boys so
2: this not this
1: part uh-huh
0: hold on hm. That's the guy that did the, uh the Spiri remake. Mm. The... So why
1: why is there a need for a cuck tennis movie? Yeah, like I don't get I don't get it. Like I just
0: I don't know. I mean they're Number... both they're both in love with her because she's no so no fucking, no she, they're she's not... so, they're, they're she's so magnetic. No, that's I don't think that's the point. You don't think so?
1: No. What's the point? I think the point is nice guys finish last until they grow a backbone and beat their
0: rival at tennis. I think that's what's going to happen, and I think it's spelled out in the entire trailer. (laughs) So you think one dude's going to beat the other in tennis, and he's going to get her as a prize? No, no, no. Listen, the dark-haired guy, so
1: this is the movie. Okay. She's an opportunist that only really cares about the competition and the thrill of victory. Mm -hmm. So her whole thing is trying to make these two, like, white guys that are these pro tennis players or, like, prospects or whatever, like, simp for her so she can play them against each other. But really, she's attracted to the dude that's, like, the bad boy and not, like, the nice, like, you know, clean-cut guy that just wants to, like, be her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So she's playing them off each other until she fucks up her leg like during a tennis match. And then the bad boy doesn't want anything to do with her. Cause there's nothing interesting about her anymore since now she's like damaged goods. But of course, like the fucking simpy white, like blonde haired white guys, like, Oh, I still love you. Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So they get married and have a relationship, but the whole time, all she wants to do is go back and F the bad boy. Right. So the first time she gets the chance when she's now her husband's coach And they're in a tournament against each other. She goes and cheats on her husband with the bad boy again. Right. And he finds out about it, like her husband finds out about it. And that unleashes some kind of like berserker rage in him (laughs) that lets him like level up as a tennis player and beat this guy he could never beat before because now he has a killer instinct. Uh And now he's attracted to her finally. (laughs) But he doesn't want her anymore because she broke his heart. Okay. That's the movie. That's how it ends.
0: Okay. End scene. I, I'm, I guarantee it. You're going to have to watch it now and see.
1: No, fuck you. You're going to watch it and tell me. No. I don't want to watch that movie. I'm what never me?
0: watching that movie. I'm like, never watching it it, it was painful enough for me to sit there and watch that trailer a second time. Well, same here. And it was the first time. <laughs> anyway, I don't care. She She's a... She's another one that I just don't understand, like forcing her into all these movies. I like her just fine. She's fine. I've seen her and stuff that she's fine. And it's like, I, but I don't understand forcing her in all these movies.
1: It's like Julia Roberts in the
0: 90s. You just got to go with it. Okay. So this will be the last thing I want to ask you. Zendaya's I, I, I
1: could... just like, wow, well, love it's damaged goods. You know, you just got <laughs> you to you you take it when it's given.
0: <laughs> I... Jesus. That's a reference. Um, look it up kids um i asked you over text if meryl streep is the like best the the most boring of the best actresses or something like that like ever um but now is julia roberts in that like up there in that category nah because she can um
1: have the sense of humor yeah julia <laughs> Julia Roberts is a relatable human being Meryl Streep is not I actually had an answer to that But I didn't want to answer it Because I feel like it would break the space-time continuum <laughs> Okay um, And you would never be able to accept my answer Okay So uh, Lay it on me It's Nicole Kidman, man Nicole Kidman okay. is yeah, yeah, the yeah, most yeah. boring oh, human she's being the stiffest person of all On time. the face of the planet she has literally one speed when she acts and it's turtle <laughs> turtle with bedroom eyes and i just like i get it like she's a fine actress but no oh, i don't I, I, I don't or compelling or even when she's supposed to be sexy it's like watching paint
0: dry with boobs i don't know like i just um why because i like i like to to, to Die For Nicole Kidman is like one of my to highest die, rated. To Die For is a fantastic movie. Right. But she's
1: merely playing that same character. Right, it's sure. It, it
0: plays to all of her strengths, I think.
1: The glass-eyed psychopath makes sense when that's the actual character she's playing, not when it's the reality
0: of the person you're looking
1: at, right? Yeah.
0: So, I, I mean, I think I would say that and Eyes Wide Shutter probably two of her top performances. Um, Dead
1: Calm is her best performance. Yeah, I, I know. I,
0: I, I know what you think, though. Um...
1: um you know I'm right. So, yeah, she's she's worse than Meryl Streep for me, only because like Meryl Streep is kind of outside of my wheelhouse in terms of whatever, like my knowledge base. Like I really don't know Meryl Streep that well. Like I'm not a fucking sixty year old woman. I'm not watching Meryl Streep movies. Um, but I've definitely watched like most of Nicole Kidman's movies, I think, or at least a a good percentage of them.
0: And yeah. So the, the only reason I brought it up is because on the newest season of Only Murders in the Building, apparently it was, I mean, I guess it is, it was like big coup to get like Meryl Streep. And I didn't know it until like, I just happened to see the first episode popped up like for the third season and I watched it and Meryl Streep came on the screen within five minutes and I was like, uh, oh, 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 okay. um, There's nothing exciting about Meryl Streep. And like she's trying to do like some some comedy, I guess in this like, but like there's just nothing exciting there. Like there's no pop, there's no pop to Meryl Streep. It's just like it's like you you might raise an eyebrow, like oh they got her on TV, but like I'm not excited. I don't care uh, whatsoever because it's just gonna be kind of. A slightly nuanced good performance, but it's going to be the same old thing. That's not very exciting. I and actually, I feel that feel that way about Julia Roberts. I think as well most of the time.
1: Why the fuck when I click on Meryl Streep's career tab, I don't get immediately get Meryl Streep filmography. I got to search for this fucking shit.
0: Um, you know, because this... it's it, because it's so immense and impressive. I Man, it gets its she, own page. She ain't been in as many fucking movies as Eric Roberts.
1: <laughs> No, I'm I understand that. Like I get it. I'm fine with it. <laughs> oh, okay. I it's mean, under Nick, acting credits and awards. Nick, Nick Cage gets his own page too. And she doesn't get Meryl Streep filmography. She gets Meryl Streep on screen and stage. <laughs> she is really pretty though. Uh let's see.
0: She can be very charming. Oh, she like, hasn't
1: been even acting for that long. That's pretty crazy. What? 77, first That's movie. it really? She's been acting as long as I've been alive. Hmm. Uh, she made some good movies: Seduction of Joe Tynan, Kramer versus. Well, I'm not a big fan of Kramer versus Kramer, but people like that movie. French mm-hmm. Lieutenant's Woman. Yeah, man. Oh, these fucking movies. Sophie's Choice, Silkwood. She's now of Africa. That's funny. Ironweed, fucking Ironweed. She Devil, I like She Devil. Defending Your Life, one of my favorite fucking movies from the nineties.
0: Right. I think we talked about when we talked about that is how like I'm not overall like impressed with Meryl Streep a lot of times, like. um. But I found her like to be really relatable and charming in that movie, and like I forgot know, like, the real sh- real person. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, that's what
0: charming gets you. Big yawn. Hmm. Is. Now that you mentioned Kramer versus Kramer, is fuck is is Dustin Hoffman like post seventies like the most like boring person of all time like but boring actor? Hmm. It's real bad. It's not Jeremy Irons. <laughs> Nah, Jerry has done things that are fun, right? Um, so does Dustin Hoffman. What Rayman, Tootsie um, Tootsie. I mean, Tootsie's fun. I hate Tootsie. Yeah, I know you hate fucking Tootsie. <laughs> like <laughs> It's Tootsie. A, it's, a, it's supposed to be a fun role. That was what I'm saying. Like, I'd rather like... watch Mr. Fucking Mom. Oh, absolutely. Um, that's that's like not even a choice. would you rather Would you, rather, would, you ra- <laughs> would you rather watch Mrs. Doubtfire though, rather than Tootsie? Oh yeah. Okay.
1: Dude, I'd watch Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire is a fucking hateful movie, and I'd watch that movie a hundred times before I would watch fucking Tootsie again.
0: Let me tell you tell you what. Like, this is the kind of shit where I think I... There's like this weird genre of things that I think I got you beat in at times where it's like, I wish we talked about these things. There's this movie from 1989 called Family Business. Right? It's like a Family crime movie that stars Sean Connery, Dustin Hoffman, and Matthew Broderick as, like, a father and, like, two sons. Yeah, that's something. And this is the kind of shit that, like... Because I don't know what you were doing. You were probably, like, starting to watch real film or something at that age. But it was, like... This is the kind of shit that would be on Max in, like, 1990. And I would watch it, like, three times. Like, and... I don't think you know what that movie is. And it's like this. there's this weird thing of like a uh, some action crime and crime movies that like I um I think I got you beat on. Like things like like Legal Eagles. You never seen Legal Eagles, right? I would never watch that movie. Exactly. See.
1: Fuck out of here. Luke. I am
0: I am like I that's like probably like the genre I know best, maybe more than most well... people. Is like this 80s very early 90s like crime like courtroom, like, type stuff. Makes me sad. Makes Bully me sad. for you, I guess. Uh, no, sometimes. it just makes, makes me... I'm just saying it just makes me sad that I'll never be able to talk about this thing. Like, family business. He does Dick Tracy, Billy, fucking Billy Bathgate, Hook, fucking Hero. Like, it's boring. Outbreak, yeah, that, Sleepers. That's, that's, that's all pretty bad. Spear. Spear. Yeah. Oh, uh,
1: Spear. Oh, I forgot sphere. about that movie. Yeah.
0: What, um... I heart Huckabee. So. What year did that family business movie come out? 1989. I
1: was like knee deep in horror in 1989. Yeah, And it's I mean, Sydney Lumet that directed it. Um, I mean, is not it not Lumet many... or
0: Lumet? Who knows? I don't know. I forget all the time.
1: I'm only asking because I've said Lumet my entire life, and now I feel like an idiot if it's Lumet. We we talked about any. Him. I know, and I never can remember. Anywho, right. um, I gotta pee. Hold, so hold on a second. We're just gonna
0: we're gonna solve this, and then you're gonna let me. I'm just gonna piss in my pants. It's fine. Sydney Lumet. I'd rather do that than um. Sydney Lumet. Just say it. Just say it. Sydney first. Lumet. There we go. I'll right. be Lumet the next time I say it again. <laughs> next week, Frank will watch um one to twenty Netflix movies that he's been avoiding watching. Ain't gonna be twenty, but it might be like three. Thanks, Louis. All right,